How y'all doing? So my name is Devontae Manuel. This is my first video, and I doubt it will be my last, but it is a very important video. Um, I'll be telling you about when God took me to hell and what I saw, what I felt, what I experienced, who I saw. I won't get into too much, into too much detail about who I saw specifically, but I'll tell you what I know about them. Um, yeah, I'm more, I'm more of a reserved person. This is not what I would choose to do, but the Lord has called me to do this. Um, it's not something I wanted to do because I've been holding on to this for a long time. The Lord been telling me now is the time to say this and more. So it'll be more videos I have to do about the prophecies that the Lord, that the Lord has given me. And what the Lord has shown me about that's about to happen to not only this nation, not only America, but the world. So today we'll be talking about when he took me to hell. So um, I got saved when I was 16. And later on down the line, I backslid. Um, and I found myself going, I was in the, I, I joined the army in 2017. And while I was in the army, uh, I came back to the Lord. I came back to where I was in the Lord. And he, he pulled me back. He pulled me back. And I'm so grateful to him because I could have died of my sins. I could have been killed any kind of way. Because I know that the enemy was trying to take me out in various ways. But the Lord always protected me and I thank him. And I thank him and I give him glory and I give him honor and I give him praise because I could have been dead. I could have been in the same hell that he took me to. That could have been my home. But he had mercy on me to come and find me, to come and find that one that was lost. And so I'm forever grateful. Um, but to get on into the story, um, like I said, I joined the army when I was in 2017. I got married in 2017. And in 2018, I was stationed in Hawaii. So my family couldn't come right away. Um, they had to wait a little while. So they finally came and my, my wife and my son finally came in 2019, February 2019. And so from there, we were just we were in Hawaii, and um, one night, it was like, I think it was September the 10th, and it was just one one particular night. It wasn't like, like a, uh, it wasn't a, just a, a like, it, it wasn't nothing spectacular about this day. It's just a regular day. It's just a regular day. Um, I didn't, I wasn't fasting. I wasn't praying hard. I probably prayed one time that day. Um, but nonetheless, that night I went to sleep. That night I went to sleep. And when I, I went to sleep, I found myself in this dream. Um, and I was in this building <clears throat> and this building was, it was a beautiful building. 
it was like a temple, a beautiful building. Everything was shiny. Everything was everything stood out. Um, it was like red carpet in the in the building. Um, but then I looked and I looked toward the ground, and I saw four people. I saw four people, and it was amazing because I knew these people. One of the people, one of the people I didn't know, but the rest, um, I knew. And I knew that I knew them. Well, I, I knew them, but um, two of the people, two, they were, it was four men, four, four guys at least. Um, two of them were pastors and two of them were like my age and younger. So probably a teenager, um, but but um, anyway, I, I saw them and they were on the ground and they were face down. And it's like they were they were holding hands and they were prostrate on the ground. Their noses were on the carpet and they were all just face down for some reason. I didn't know what was going on. I didn't know what was happening. And I was like, Lord, what, what's going on right now? Like, what are they doing? And so, um, so while I was thinking, immediately like out of thin air, they vanished. They like they they just vanished, and all I could see was the ash. Like their spirit was gone, their soul was gone, but their remains was just ash. It wasn't a body. It, it wasn't no more bodies. It was just ash. So the physical had turned to ash, but their spirit. Uh, lived on and, and, and they went somewhere and as I was as I stood there like amazed and like wow what what just happened like what's going on right now like I'm, I'm confused like I'm baffled at, at this point and as I was thinking that immediately well I, I remember seeing them in their spirit I remember seeing them in their spirit and they they were in this gray slats. It was like a gray white, whitish. They all look gray whitish. That's how I can describe it. But I knew they were spirit at that point. They were nothing but spirit. No more physical, straight spirit. And I and immediately I saw them no more. And I was like, what happened? Like, where where did they go? Like, I'm I'm, I'm confused, Lord. Like, what's going on? I don't understand what's going on. And all of a sudden, as I was thinking that, like I said, it felt like something pulled me. Like, I didn't feel nothing pulled me, but it felt like something pulled me. And it pulled me below the ground. And it was like, shh. And I was going so fast. You cannot run that fast. <clears throat> I had never been in a car going that fast. And I was going so fast below the earth. But as I was going, everything turned dark. Everything turned dark, pitch black. And then all of a sudden, um, I saw I saw I saw one of the pastors. Um I saw one of the pastors being tortured. And then I think I saw the rest of them being tortured as well. But I remember I remember specifically this demon torturing this pastor. 
horrible torturing this pastor. And I'm like, Lord, why are pastors in hell? Why are the pat? Why? Yeah, to start out, I knew when 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 I fell below the earth, when I was being pulled or fell below the earth, I knew where I was going. Nobody had to tell me where I was going. You didn't have to give me a, um, I didn't have to read the Bible to know where I was going. Um, nobody had to ever tell me about this place where I was going. I didn't have to hear it in life, not one time. I knew where I was going. And it's something about being in the spirit. You know things without people having to tell you. It's like you automatically know. Like nobody has to warn you. Nobody has to tell you. Nobody has to describe. Nobody has to describe a thing to you. It's like you know. And when I was being pulled or when I was falling, I knew. I knew where I was going. But I got distracted because I seen this pastor being tortured by this demon. And I'm like, what is going on? I'm like, I thought, I'm, I'm like, I, I, don't, I don't understand why this. And it was horrible. And it, it, it's horrible. The thing, the demon had pitchforks sticking them and gut, gutting them and all that and rip. It was, it was. It's horrifying what they do, what happens. Um, just to describe what happens, like, like they will rip you open and have no remorse about it. They will literally pull out your intestines and have no remorse about it. They will literally rip apart your limbs and have no remorse and laugh while they do it and look at you in the eye while they are doing it. No remorse, no mercy, no second thought. It's nothing. It's just horrifying. It's horrifying. And I wasn't even in the worst part of hell. I was not in the worst part of hell. I hadn't even made it to hell at this point, but this is what I, I know. And um and finally I made it when i when i seen all this i was still being pulled and it's amazing because i was being pulled so fast till i didn't realize that what i was seeing what was happening to this pastor was it was like it was happening in slow motion i'm going down but i'm looking like i'm standing i'm looking at them like i'm standing still if you get what i'm saying it's it's amazing. It's, it's amazing. And finally, like I pulled down, and I'm in this place, nothing but darkness. Now, before I made it to this place, I I didn't feel, I felt fear, but I didn't I didn't feel anything else. When I finally made it to the place, it's like. It hit me all at once. Everything God is in this place, I mean, everything God is in this place, it's the exact opposite. So God is love. There's nothing but hate in this place. God is merciful. There is no mercy found in this place. God is gracious. There ain't no grace there. 
there is no grace. God is patient. There ain't no patience. It's it's twenty four seven torment. Every second, you don't have time to rest. There is no rest for the wicked, as the Bible says. <clears throat> That's what the Bible says. There is no rest for the wicked. In this place, you have nowhere to run. You have nowhere to hide. You can't hide behind anything. Everything is completely exposed, especially you, because you are, these are beings that when I looked, and I saw these beings, these demons, they were at least 14 to 15 feet tall. At least 14 to 15 feet tall. At least, I'm six feet. They are at least 14 to 15 feet tall. And they are very, very, very muscular. So you cannot run, you cannot outrun them. I don't care how fat, you can be Usain Bolt and they can walk and catch you. That's how that's how big and how fast and how wide they are. Like, it's crazy. Like, you know how you pick up a can and you drink the can? They can literally pick you up and scoop you up with a, with a hand like this and carry you wherever they want to go. You lose your free will when you hit hell. You have no more control of yourself. Everything is out the door. You are literally given over to the will of Satan and, and his minions and his and the demons that are there. And it's, it's an innumerable amount, amount of them. And when I saw when I when I looked at them, I felt I mean, it's like the hate in their eyes. In their presence is enough. It feel like it's enough to kill you in itself. It feel like it's a presence in itself. The hate in the eyes, the hate, their hate for you is, is indescribable. Like, I don't care how much people hate somebody on this earth, it is nothing, literally nothing compared to the hate that they feel. They literally hate, and there is no love at all. Literally not one ounce, not 1%, not 0 .0 .0 0.0.0.01%. No love at all. They literally hate you. And you can tell about the way they were doing the people there. I didn't, what... They, I mean, that wasn't what shocked me the most. The fire, the, the fact that I seen, that I didn't see fire, that didn't shock me the most either because I know I, I, when somebody talks about hell, you immediately think of fire. You immediately think of fire. Like, man, I don't want to go to hell and, be, and, and burn. But now my mindset is, Lord, I don't want to go to hell and be tortured. I don't want to go to hell and be ripped open every day. I don't want to go to hell and somebody's sticking something through my private parts every day. Somebody's sticking pistols down my throat every day. Somebody ripping my head off every day. And this don't stop. You do not die. You don't die. So this is a, a continual thing. It's over and over and over and over again. There ain't no stopping to it. You cannot do nothing. 
You can't do nothing. You are, you are like a piece of tissue. You literally are nothing compared to them. That's not, hell wasn't even designed for us. That's how you know hell wasn't designed for us. We are literally like toilet paper in hell. And it's horrifying. It's hor The darkness in hell, you can feel. It's like a presence in itself. There's complete darkness. But because I knew, I believe the Lord was with me. But then again, I feel like the Lord wasn't with me. I can see what was around me. Because you know the Lord is light. So I can see what was around me. I can see everything. I can see everything. I can literally see everything. Or I can see, I can't remember everything, but I can see stuff. And it's, it's horrifying. But when I made it to hell, I felt completely abandoned. I knew if these things, if these demons had to grab me, they could not, they couldn't see me. So I, it's like I was hidden in the spirit. But they couldn't see me. I knew if they had to saw me, if they had to grab me, I was going to be, I was going to stay there for eternity. I knew that was going to be my home. I knew without a shadow of a doubt that that was going to be my home because I didn't feel one ounce of the Lord with me. I felt like I didn't say it, but I could see what Jesus was saying. Lord, Lord, why have you forsaken me? Like, like, I feel completely abandoned, completely forsaken. I felt no God there. It was, it, there is no, there, I felt no God there. I felt no presence of God there. It felt like I was going to be there forever. And I, I just can't, I can't describe how it feels to be completely abandoned by God. I can't describe it. No words can describe that when you when you know without a shadow of a doubt that you deserve to be there. I knew I deserved to be there. I couldn't plead my case with God because I deserve to be there. I deserve to be there. And the first thing that people think when they enter hell is, I don't deserve to be here. Why? Like, why am I here? Why? I, I don't. I don't need to be here. Why? I don't even belong here. But I knew. I knew. I knew, I knew I deserved to be there. And the only thing I could do was cry out to the Lord. Like, I looked up and I saw the moon. And when I saw the moon, I felt an ounce of hope. I felt just one ounce of hope. And I said, Lord, I have not, I cried out so loud. Um, Lord, I have not lived a perfect life, but if you let me out of here, I will live as perfectly as I can, Lord. And I cry with everything in my soul. I cry with every ounce of my being. I cry out to the Lord. Because as I was crying out, I can see these demons setting up torture devices for other people that were coming in. <clears throat> because the line of hell do not, do not stop. The line coming in do not stop. Souls are entering hell every second. Every second. It's so many parts of hell. To, I'm, I, I can't even imagine if I had went to the worst parts. I wasn't even in the worst parts and I was seeing this.
And I was just scared out of my mind. I just wanted to leave. But I knew that I wasn't going nowhere. I knew that that was my home. But as soon as I cried out, um, as soon as I cried out, um, I woke back up, not in my real body, but I woke, I woke up to another dream. I was in another dream. And when I was in this dream, um, in this dream, I was preaching and I was compelling people to repent. And I was telling these, I was telling um, drug dealers, I was telling uh, felons, I was telling murderers, I was telling people on the street corner, I was telling my family members, I was telling everybody to repent, repent, repent. Hell is not where you want to go. Hell is not where you want to go. That's not the place you want to be. You can repent. God loves you. You can still, you got a chance to repent. You can repent now, but nobody was really listening to me. Nobody would want to, nobody wanted to hear that. Nobody wanted to hear repent. Don't nobody want to hear repent until they hit hell. Don't nobody want to hear repent until they actually hit hell. And at that point, it's too late to repent. Do you know the song of hell? The song of hell is I repent. You ain't never heard nobody repent until they hit hell. I promise you. I don't care how much you boohoo. I don't care how much you slob on the uh, on the church pews. You ain't never heard repent until you in hell. You ain't never heard nobody repent until you hit hell, until you experience it, until you see it. You ain't never heard nobody, nobody repent like the people in hell do. You ain't never heard nobody repent like the people in hell do. I promise you, you have. I can put everything. I can, I, I can, man, I will give you my, my last dollar if you have. You have never heard nobody repent like the people in hell. But guess what? They repent all day, but nobody hears them. Nobody hears them. They cry out to God all day but nobody hears them nobody hears them no one can save them no one can pull them out no one can withdraw their soul no one can pay to pull them out of hell no amount of money can get you out of hell no amount of money and speaking on uh still speaking on that um, about seeing these demons, I knew if they had to grab me, even though I was asleep, I didn't even, I, I forgot I was asleep at that point. I, at that point, when I saw, when I hit the bottom of here, I forgot that I was asleep. Sleep went out the window. I knew that I was in spirit. I knew I was in spirit. And I knew that I, I was going to stay here. I, I knew that this was my home. I knew they had to grab me, that this was going to definitely be my home. And you wonder why people die. Some people die in their sleep. It's not a coincidence at times. Sometimes it's not a coincidence. Sometimes it's not. We are spirit as well. We are physical, yes. But we are more spiritual. You think that these demons don't know who you are? You think that they don't know who you are? You think that they don't have your name tallied in hell? You think hell don't know you? You think hell not waiting for you? You crazy if you do. They know you. 
They know what you do when nobody is watching and they're waiting for you. Like I told you, they got stuff set up for people who coming in and people coming in and people coming in and coming in and coming in and they don't know what to expect. When you open that gate and when you hit that ground in here, you don't know what to expect. You cannot run. You cannot hide. Yes, it's complete darkness, but you cannot hide. Imagine that. It's utter darkness, but you cannot hide. You are not unseen. Even in the darkness, you are not unseen. Do you understand that? Do you understand that? Do you understand that the enemy has a contract on your soul if you don't get right with God? Do you know that the enemy is a legalist? I learned this from my pastor, that the enemy is a legal, Satan is a legalist. That he cannot come in unless you open the door for him. He can't force his way in, in, in you, in nobody. No demon can force that way into nobody. You have to open the door. And you, if, if, if you are, I say burning sage, if you are watching porn, if you are um, having, uh, having um, premarital sex with all these different people, you are opening doors. And these demons, when they come in you, when they come inside you, they, 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 have, they have laid claim over you. If we want to be real, they lay claim on you. They got a contract on you now. They got a contract on you. And the only one who can break that contract is Jesus. Is the blood of Christ. That's the only one who can break that contract. I'm telling you, it, it, this is not a game. This is not a game. You are worried about your rent, your car note. You worried about school. You worried about every other thing except for your soul. You trying to be a millionaire, but you bankrupt toward heaven. You trying to be a millionaire, but you have no riches in heaven. You have no treasure at all in heaven. What you going to do with that money when Satan come and grab your soul? Will that money save you? You going to pay him off? Get yourself together. Get yourself right. Because the devil don't sleep. But you sleep in the spirit. You dead in the spirit. And this is why they ain't worried about you. They know you're on your way. They know you're ushering your own self in. You're just walking along. You're walking along like ain't nothing wrong. Just walking along like ain't nothing going on. You 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 skip to my lure and you don't even know you're about to enter to the gates of hell. You can die any second. And the enemy is rejoicing. They rejoicing because they got another soul to torture. This is not a game. You are playing with your soul. You trying to be Insta famous. You trying to be Facebook famous. You own there for likes in the first place. Get off Facebook and get in the face of the Father. Get in the face of Christ. Bombard heaven with prayers until you are delivered, until you are set free, until hell has no more claim on your soul. Because right now, if you are in sin, then they, they know where you're going. Trust me, Satan know where you're going. You don't even know where you're going, but he know where you're going. And that's why your life is so easy. That's why you don't go through nothing. That's why you got everything that you ever asked for. Because he'll give you everything 
so you so you don't even know the scene that you're in. The Bible says that we must do much tribulation enter to the kingdom of God. If we are in a world of darkness and we are light, then everything in this world is supposed to be against us. If everybody in the world is laughing in your face, uh, drinking with you, uh, partying with you, gambling with you, doing everything that, that you doing everything that the world do, uh, you don't even stand out. You might as well go ahead with them. Get yourself together. Get yourself together because this is not a game. I'm going to end this video because I can keep going on and on and on and on. But get yourself together. Now, I will be making more videos about what the Lord has been showing me. And it's so imminent. And I pray that the Lord has been showing you the same thing about what's about to happen to America. What's about to happen to the world. What's about to hit the world stage next. You need to know. You need to prepare yourself. If you have a family, prepare your family. Prepare your family. Prepare yourselves. I'm going to end this video now. I love y'all. The love of God shine upon y'all. The love of God rest upon y'all. And I pray that you just, um, just realize how serious this is. Pray to the Lord to give you dreams, to give you visions, to speak to you, to testify to you what's about to happen. God, like I said, I love y'all and God bless y'all.